0: I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about Research Consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. welcome to this week's episode of the next move group we are jobs podcast this is chad chancellor co-founder of next move group today we got beth bill with us she's the executive director of the forest city iowa economic development organization so beth thank you for being with us
1: well thank you it's my pleasure
0: i hope i don't mess up and say far city arkansas i got a good friend that does a lot of work with forest oh. State, arkansas so i didn't know there was another forest oh, city
1: there's <laughs> several and some are spelled with two r's and some are spelled with one r
0: oh yeah I invited Beth on my show because she's really doing a lot of great work for organization to help their small businesses during this COVID-19 crisis. They're not sitting around waiting on the federal government to help them. They're they're pleased to get SBA money and all but they've taken the bull by the horns to help themselves. So Beth, why don't you first tell us about Forest City, Iowa and then uh, tell us about your organization.
1: Well Forest City, Iowa, we are in north central Iowa. We're probably a little over 15 miles from the Minnesota border and we're 15 miles straight west of I-35. We have some pretty good industry here. You might've heard of Winnebago industries Oh make yeah. things that roll in town. And then one of our busiest companies right now is we have a 3M distribution center in healthcare. So as you can imagine, they are hopping and moving. It's an international plant. They send and receive internationally and they send and receive nationally.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well talk about your, this small business recovery fund, you all have started.
1: As we started talking amongst ourselves and with some of our peers in the area of who was doing what, the North Iowa Corridor was the first one to come out with a small business recovery fund. So we modeled ours after theirs. We each took from different pots of money that we have. FCED is fortunate to be well capitalized. We've worked very hard over a long time to do that. We have a revolving loan fund that has around $270,000 in it. We took $47,000 out of that. And then our marketing fund was doing well. We wrote into the marketing fund for business retention, took $40,000 out of that. The city took, and their revolving loan fund hasn't had applications for a while. So they took all $52,000 from that. And we have a wonderful local foundation that when we had put all this together of $140,000, they came alongside us and and several other communities, sent us $20,000 for that.
0: And so what, what kind of businesses does it help? I mean, is it any small business or who are you targeting getting this money to?
1: We're targeting small businesses with zero to 25 employees. Iowa has a grant program and obviously we all know the SBA has a program. We're looking for the people that have fallen through the cracks on different things, but then we're not excluding if you've already received funding. Our funds are up to $5,000 per business. It's half 0% loan and half grant. There's no payments on the loan for six months. You can pay it off in six months or you can enter into an installment agreement. It's not wow. the most patient capital you're gonna find for a while.
0: Thank you, Beth. We're gonna take a quick break for a message for our listeners. And we'll be right back with a lot more with Beth Bilyeu right after this. I'm excited to tell you that in mid-May, we're expanding our movement to create economic growth by building a community of like-minded economic developers that works to grow our profession and our economy all at once. As we beeline towards 20% unemployment, America needs a community of economic developers right now more than we've ever needed it before to get us out of this mess economically when the COVID-19 subsides. So be on the lookout for more information on this in the coming week. Talk about how you're getting the word out, because I know we talked about doing this podcast a week ago, and you said, no, no, I'm, I'm doing all kind of stuff, kicking, launching our program. Yep. So you didn't just launch it and hope that people found it. Talk about all the marketing oh, no. and you we, got behind it.
1: This is a partnership between us, the city, and the four City Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce didn't have any funds to put in, but they have hands and feet put in. We were talking about earlier, we did a video with four of us announcing different parts of it that went live Monday morning. Our website features both on developforestcityia.com and on forestcityia.com, the Chamber site, has all of the live applications on there. We've done press releases and meeting with our press, walking everybody through it, and the Chamber is calling every single eligible small business in town. And meeting with them.
0: So you are calling every small yep. business that you know of with less than 25 employees and saying, we want you to know about this. Yep. Wow. And so the $5,000 once they apply, how long has it, does it take you to actually get the capital in their hands?
1: We're planning for two weeks. Right. This week we'll be doing our review. We have, these are scored applications. We have a review team of about seven people. We had to make sure we had an odd number and we'll be reviewing this virtually and in a meeting. We have a very large conference room. All of us can sit six feet apart.
0: (laughs) Well, if you're calling every employer with less than 25, have you got a sense of how many companies you have there with less than 60, with less than 25 employees? It's a little
1: over, it's between 50 and 70. I've been trying to get an exact number. If we gave everybody the full $5,000, we could do 32 businesses.
0: Wow. So you got to pick basically half of them based on their, their
1: some of them, haven't been impacted. We have probably a handful of businesses that have probably gone off in revenue as we've met with them and talked to them about this. And they said, well, I'm really not hurting right now, which is a nice thing to hear. Construction right. companies are doing very well. Iowa doesn't have a shelter in place order. They just closed I'd say 90% of the businesses. We have several companies that are still able to keep working.
0: Right, right. That's good. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I think of the restaurants and the tourist type places well, that are really hurting because, you know, they, they yes. do in the hotels and, and the all salons. Those yeah, that's right. And, you know, I think of even our business, it was a shock right at first. So we went several weeks without signing any contracts, but I think it was just such a shock that people yes. didn't, boards didn't meet and people didn't know to get into business. But seems like now our business is moving a little. And we're still not back where we were, but I certainly feel bad for these hoteliers and uh, restaurants at all, I mean, you know, because that's a hard business to start with.
1: Well, funny you should mention a hotel. You know, we're a town of about 4,200, but we have a labor shed that covers 60 mile radius. Winnebago and 3M here, we pull from a long ways. We have worked for many, many, many years to try to get a new hotel in town. We recruited a cobblestone hotel and developers, was all set to open in June, and now it's going to open in July. Uh, my organization is one of the investors in it. and We're gonna see how lean we can run a hotel for a year.
0: Well, probably had rather not opened yet, I would say. But mentioning mentioning yeah. that, Iowa, I, uh, I was up there last year, Shannon Lindauer toured me around a little bit, and I went to the College World Series in Nebraska, and uh, I really found, you know, the Iowa and Nebraska folks, y'all do a great job. Like you just said, your organization was invested in the hotel. I think that y'all probably do better than anywhere in the country as far as community development and investing in healthcare and housing and things like hotels. And, you know, down South where I am, we're really strong in manufacturing recruiting, but we don't do a whole lot of the other stuff that you really need for a whole economy. So, Talk about some of that, you know, take COVID out of it. Let's talk about some of the stuff that y'all invest in just to make your community a better place.
1: Well, when I first started 18 years ago, they had already put together a fund to build infrastructure to new subdivisions because we hadn't had a new subdivision in over 20 years. So it was 25% from the city, 25% from the business community and half of it from a foundation here. We ended up with two funds of a million and a half dollars, ran water, sewer, and storm drains to four new subdivisions and created 93 lots. We're still filling those up now. We recruited a company that paints motorhomes out of Elkhart, Indiana, built the building for them. We sold it to them on a 15-year capital lease. We had a wonderful passing of the buck party when the lease was paid off and I even had to hang on to the dollar explain to one of the owners, no, the lawyers say you really have to give us a buck. We have developed a new rail industrial park. Our railroad was up for abandonment from the UP. And you know, if a railroad pulls out, they are never building it back. So it took us about two years. We put together an investment group of the shippers and some of the businesses. And we have an LLC that owns the rail line for 28 miles from Forest City to Belmont south of here. And we have it wholly leased to a short-line railroad out of Cedar Falls, Cedar Rapids. We took the land that we own next to it and created a Iowa-certified shovel-ready site. We have all the engineering, all the utilities, and everything right next to it and ready to build with Four different plans for siding of how do you want it.
0: Thank you, Beth. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners, and we'll be right back with a lot more with Beth Bill, you right after this. I want to thank Location One. Some folks know it as Lois for sponsoring today's podcast. Location One has, in my opinion, the best buildings and sites database in the economic development industry and- Now that coronavirus is hidden and and everything's been disrupted, I've been thinking a lot about if I were an economic developer still, what would I do during this time? And I know without question I would transition to Lois and get my buildings and sites as updated as I possibly could so that when we come out of this economic downturn, we're ready to go. Let me tell you why I like Lois. Uh, It is the most responsive, mobile-friendly buildings and sites database I have found. It's easy to use. It's just as easy to use on an iPad or iPhone as it is a computer. I was browsing around last week uh, on a a state economic development building and site database, and the thing, it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work properly. You had to be an engineer to figure it out. It was too much. It had this circle you could draw to look at buildings. The circle wouldn't work. When I backed out, it forgot what square footage I was looking for. None of that happens with Lois. This is the best buildings and sites database I have found. I've looked far and wide. It is the most easy to use from a site selection standpoint on any platform. I'm told it's just as easy to use for economic developers, that it really walks you through inserting your information and putting it in so that prospects can use it. So I really encourage you, take a look at location1.com. Use this time while we're down to update your buildings and sites. Transition them to Location One. You'll be really happy you did. Well, I like to ask folks, so you've been in doing this 18 years. So how did you get into the economic development industry?
1: Oh, well, you know, you ever have your friends, kids that ask, you know, are you doing now what you wanted to do when you were in high school? And they said, what would you want to do? And this was 25 years ago. And I said, I'd like to, you know, if I won the lottery, I'd work in economic development years passed. I was getting a divorce. I had three young teenagers. I went back to college, At night and I got a job in regional economic development at our community college. I would change clothes and pretend that I'd been home before I went to my night class. After that, I was on a temporary part-time memo of understanding with the college. You can't get any lower on the totem pole than that. (laughs) I had the opportunity to go to work for our two counties We're in Winnebago County, and Worth County is right next to us. For four years, I managed 14 communities and two boards of supervisors. Mm. It it was a learning experience. Forest City was one of those communities. They had not had a director, I think, for over 20-some years until the 80s. And they created a position. I applied for it, and I'm still here
0: wow so what have you learned that uh, you might share to young up-and-coming economic developers what do you know now that you wish you'd have known 18 years ago that you just learned through experience
1: be kind to people listen get to know your board members I said i've been to churches smaller than our board It's <laughs> a good point I belong to churches a bit smaller than our board everybody is in the room when you need to make decisions right, the one right. thing i would say is especially for a new economic development person training can be poo-pooed I'm certified in economic development and housing development by the National Development Council. They are by far my favorite trainings. They are hard, they are horrendously hard, and they are worth it. All of the projects that we've done, you know, we've also built a 24-unit apartment complex because nobody replied to our RFP. If I hadn't been through NDC's finance training, I never would have known how to put together a Performa for that so they
0: train in housing because that's just something i don't know a whole lot about like i said we're sort of manufacturing experts so for economic developers listening what's the housing route that they is that one course with economic development and housing no it's four
1: it's four courses each course is a week long you get out early one day at four o'clock because normally class goes till seven and the last day you take a test all day long and they get progressively harder it's four classes to certify in economic development which covers um manufacturing recruitment but it's all about the finance and how to structure the deal there's one one week course i want to go back and take again the art of deal structuring what's important to who what's your stumbling block and who has influence and who really has influence
0: and what's the organization that's called ndc you say national development council okay
1: they're out of washington dc i think their training office is out of kentucky
0: well, I'm just hearing more and more people uh, recorded a podcast yesterday with a gentleman and he talked about how economic developers going to have to get more involved in housing and and so I think that's great advice and I really think you folks up there do it well. I was just a bit amazed every time I talk to somebody in Iowa, they seem to really have their their arms around this so.
1: that's because we're brilliant <laughs> that's right <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just tell you that we wrote a new marketing plan several years ago i I saw some available funding I thought might be coming up so i I did the typical marketing plan of industrial recruitment. You know, who are we going to target? How are we going to recruit? And it stood back after a while and said, gosh, we recruit these companies, who's going to work there? Then another leg of a workforce recruitment plan and, and looked around and said, oh my heavens, if we recruit a hundred people to work at some new company, where in heaven's name are we ever going to put them? Right. And then did everything from new construction of a apartment complexes down to a housing concierge. Similar to the old welcome wagon, who do I call of who has an opening? Because when you're in a tight housing market and you are a landlord, you don't have to tell people what you have available.
0: Right. So you say you're in Winnebago County. Did Winnebago start there?
1: They did. Hmm. Um, In fact, we're in two counties. We're in Winnebago and Hancock County. Winnebago Industries started up in Winnebago County. And there was a large fire in the mid-60s and they rebuilt on one of the family farms, which is in Hancock County. Hmm. 95% of Winnebago Industries buildings are in Hancock County, except for that little 5% of corner of one warehouse. Wow. It's a very large complex. They have 60 acres under roof. We describe buildings in how we think of size around here. They are a foreign trade zone. When you come up here to visit us, we'll take you on a tour. You actually get to go in the plant and walk through the things for the tour. It's quite interesting. It takes about two hours.
0: I love walking through plants, so I don't know if that makes me a nerd or what, but I like seeing how stuff gets, I like seeing how stuff. And
1: they're very, very vertically integrated. When the company was started in 56, I think, it was started by a group of investors and John K. Hansen to create jobs because the ag economy wasn't doing well. They recruited a company out of California. They made it a year. They ended up buying out the assets, starting a new company, and the rest is history.
0: Wow. Well, Beth, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to share with our uh, guest about Far City or the small business program you all have started?
1: Well, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. We're, we're a really unique organization and community in that we're quite entrepreneurial. You know, obviously, entrepreneurship has gone well here with Winnebago and several other companies. But even as an economic development organization, one reason I've stayed here so long is we do things. I wish we would do more recruitment of industry. We have a lot available, but we also don't sit around and wait for somebody to bring us something. You know, we've run infrastructure, we've built apartments, we've built factories, and we bought a railroad.
0: I don't know many people buying the railroad. <laughs> that that actually, is an
1: experience.
0: I bet it is. I bet, I bet it is. Well, Beth, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate it very much.
1: Well, thank you.
0: If you want to join our movement, which is to create economic growth for small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations, please go to our website at thenextmovegroup.com, browse around, and you can see the different services we offer, all designed to create that economic growth for the small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations. Most of our leads and growth has come from word-of-mouth referrals. So even if you don't need a service, we want you to know what we do. So when friends and contacts of yours might need something, you know what we do and you can refer us. So again, go to thenextmovegroup.com to learn more about the Next Move Group.